everyone and welcome back to another podcast episode. Uh, confidence and charisma are two words that are going to be the theme of today's podcast. And I have a very special guest with me who will help me discuss these two topics. He's a gentleman who is a YouTuber based out of New Jersey and it, it is his life motto to inspire people through his creative content. And I think there's no other way for me to introduce him than using these two words. He's an inspiration and he's a creator. So Akhil, welcome to the podcast. How's it going? Everything is going well. That was beautiful, man. You're going to make me cry. That was good. <laughs> that was good. With that, and that's without me giving you anything, you know, because uh, that, that, was, that was incredible. That was incredible. I've watched your work, man. And I think the moment I watched a couple of your videos, that pretty much inspired me to, you know, get you on the podcast to talk more, especially your latest video where you interview uh, this rapper who is an up-and-coming rapper, right? And uh, you spoke of how people get drawn towards you because of your positive energy. It's not that you need to do the work all the time. And the conversation that you guys had was fantastic. It was very inspiring, honestly. So, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, that's why I got this opportunity and I'm grateful that you're here. And uh, let's hope to have a wonderful podcast. So tell me a little Absolutely. bit about yourself. How, how is that you got into making YouTube videos? And uh, how is that you made this your motto to help people with your positivity? Um, that's a great question. Um, well, first off, I know a lot of people don't know who I am. My name is Akil Nova. Like uh, Vishy just said, based out in New Jersey. I was actually born in India. I uh, came to New Jersey when I was only about like two or three years old. Uh, I went to Rutgers University in Newark. Um, and I majored initially in business, but then I got flunked out of the school, the business school. Um, things were just not working out and me okay. just being not the most scholarly, you know, uh, education and school type of guy. Um, then I settled for econ and then found out that I had a radio station there and picked up that, got a little hour slot and I could go into that story later. And that's kind of what propelled me in my YouTube journey Um like you just said, is to inspire people and talk to people and motivate them. And I realized that the one thing that I really, I would say in a very humbling way is excel at. And uh, that's not saying that I was born with it or anything, is communication skills, is knowing how to talk to people, is knowing how to make friends. I'm genuinely interested in other people and curious. Um, and I thought, you know what? That's a skill. It's a skill that I've built up since the day I could remember getting report cards. And uh, why not? try to teach people because there are a lot of people out there that will come up to me and say like, Hey, where do you, how do you like, how do you have that confidence? How do you have that, you know, that type of personality? How do you talk to people? I thought, you know what? I love to talk to people and tell them about it, but why not put it in video form? Awesome. In fact, uh, first of all, on a lighter note, to have a person of Indian origin admit that you flunked out of school and you decided a different, uh, Career altogether, that takes a lot of guts. So kudos uh, on that. I, I, I'm every Indian parent's nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> that's, me, that's me. I'm like the most Americanized Indian guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but hey, I wear that proudly though. I really do. I really wear that proudly of me saying that I did terrible in school because I really, really did. Uh, to give people, more, that's, that's part of the motivation. It's to tell people like, yo, you don't need to do incredibly well in school to be anything. Just have yeah. consistency, have character, and you know, have some sort of content. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to give to people? What value are you bringing to people? You know, and how much does that value cost? And then boom, turn it into a business. And that didn't require any college experience for most people, right? Yeah, and I think that's what resonated with me because uh, one, you don't fear away from admitting that you know, some things did not work for you. And on the other side, you also admit the fact that you found your calling in something which you were not destined for initially, right? Because you started off with business school, but eventually moved into something which was far more fulfilling. So I like the fact that you're keeping it real because that's something which we need in today's world, right? And uh, the other point, Akhil, that you spoke of just now is that you have a vested interest in people. Like you are genuinely interested in what people do and what they have to say. Because in like, we all know, like any video that you watch online today, you'll see a lot of guys telling about how great they are and what they've done. And this is what they've accomplished. 
that's all good for inspiring people up to a certain extent. But beyond that, people are not going to connect with you if you don't have an interest in them, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. 100%. I mean, from, um, I think it's still a learning process, man. I'm not like this greatest, I'm not Joe Rogan. You know, Joe Rogan is incredible at talking to people, you know, and it shows, right? He gives you live examples of sitting down, talking to hundreds, thousands of people, you know, over the course of one, two years, right? And um, it's just saying that, you know, <laughs> there are times where, you know, I don't, I don't have that. Well, there are times where I have to practice, you know, it went, it started from, you know, in school where I wasn't doing so great in studying and focusing on that, but I was talking to people and I got that, that skill. And I developed that skill over time It's through talking to people is how I got that confidence and how I, um, how I'm, I'm so keen on wanting to listen to people, you know, and try to get to know them. And it's that curiosity in me. True. And I think that's the number one place for anyone to start if they want to inspire people. Because I was reading this book the other day. There's this uh, gentleman called Alan Peace. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a pretty popular body language guy from mm. Australia because he's been doing this work for the last 50 years or so. And uh, he talks of these three fundamentals of human nature. And the first one he speaks of is the fact that how people want to feel important. And the second, right. he says that the most primary interest that people have is in themselves. As in, it might sound a little selfish or self-centered, but that's how we are built. And eventually, they'll give you what you give them, right? Yeah. And whatever you do right now, I think they go by these three laws because you make people feel important. Uh, you give them a lot of uh, you know, uh, space and also make them feel important about themselves. And I think that's what people are giving back to you because once you do that for people, obviously people are going to return the favor. And I think that's what uh, you've created for yourself around, uh, you, you know, around what you do. Because when I see your videos, I see that whoever you meet, I think that's another video that I saw on Instagram. You were kind of taking pictures or shooting a video by your car. And there was another gentleman that walked by do you remember that video yeah i had it on my instagram story yeah, yeah. it was like yeah some random guy that just came yeah yeah <laughs> you know, i was literally just taking pictures for instagram oh, uh, okay because there's a there's a coffee company that i really love that mm -hmm. is uh like a few miles from my house it's called california cold company right and i love that place and i bought like their tie-dye shirt and i wanted to just like kind of shout them out and show them love on my instagram and then there's a random dude just came riding on his bike and just like kind of, kind of just screaming. And I was just like, he just like came up to me, wanted to talk. I was like, what's up? You know, I needed a little break from taking photos. So why not? That's the thing. I don't, sorry. I, I keep going on tangents. You got to stop me sometimes. What? So I'm glad, I'm glad that you said the Alan peace thing, because that's where the inspiration to wanting to actually listen to people and talk to people and get to know them came from, which is the Dale Carnegie book, how to win friends and influence people. Yeah. That book changed my life in terms of, you know, meeting people, because I used to be the very like egotistical, like always talk about me, 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 right. And um, reading that book is what taught me to, you know, think in the other person's shoes, in their perspective. You know, if me, Akio loves to talk about himself all the time, there has to be everybody else that, you know, how many times you hear about a person always saying like, they're the main character of their story. You know, that's a selfish thing to say. That's a very selfish, you know, True. because we do live through our own perspective. Right. Try to, you know, give the other person what they want, which is talk about them. You know, there have been a lot of times where after reading that book, I wouldn't say a word and I would practice just listening and getting to know the person and asking them questions. And, and then after the conversation, me not even saying anything, they'll say, wow, Akio, that was, you're great. You're really good at conversations. And I'm sitting there in my head like, I didn't even do anything. I just listened, <laughs> you know? I was just trying to get to know you. That's really what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm glad that you brought up the Alan Peace thing because it's from that. It's the uh, it's Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he actually brought up that quote that you said, everybody has that craving to be appreciated or everybody has that craving to want to feel important. You know, talk about me. True. And that, if we can have the link for that Instagram video of yours, we'll surely leave it in the description. For people to check out because that was really awesome because I could clearly say this was very genuine it's it's something that happened on the fly and you were so welcoming and 
Yeah, I think you also included him in the video and started talking to him. It's so fun to watch because, it, like, see, a lot of stuff that you watch on social media now is so fabricated to give you the feeling of reality, so to speak. But we all know it's it's fake eventually. But when you see stuff like this, that genuinely makes you feel happy about yourself, and you know you want to do stuff like that. And that's the whole point of people like you doing those videos is to make people like me or others get that feeling that hey even i can do this for others right so kudos on that really thank you and i'm glad that you brought that up because i notice a lot of people you know dming me or sending me a text message uh, after those two specific youtube videos that i put out um the one where uh, it was titled uh, having a conversation with a stranger and then the one after that was the yes. artist gives motivational speech that was all in one day that was only one hour and wow. I realized that I, I made a, a shift where I went from everybody on Akil Nova's channel might know me as a guy that just sits in his room and gives these communication skills tips, people skills tips. But I realized it took me a while to realize like, wait, that's not Akil. You're, you can't be a hypocrite. You can't be this guy that says that he's confident and says, this, says that he's this guy that loves to talk to people when you're sitting in your room all day. You know, so then I slowly transitioned. I put out a video called you have only one life, make it count. And I walked out of my house and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go on my usual Saturday run to Cali Coco and get that coffee. So why not just take a video doing it on the way? You know, why not stop doing these whole like ultra edited videos where it's like constant cuts, 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 and just have a thing where I'm just talking to someone, you know? And that's when everything changed where people started to message me and say like, yo, this was really inspiring. Like, this is a great video. I love the progression. I love the growth in your channel. All because, like you said, it wasn't fabricated. It was very honest. It was very genuine. It was, it, it was very authentic of me just doing what I do and doing what I love the most, which is going up to people and just talking to them, you know? And I have, and I have a blast doing it, by the way. Shout out yeah. to my, my videographer, Ken, man. I love Kenny, you know? And uh, we just became really, really close in the past couple of months. And I asked him, hey, can you just come out with me and just take a video? Because he loves taking videos. He's a videographer. And he was like, yeah, I, I would love to. I always wanted some work. And I brought him out to New Brunswick. And after those two videos we popped out, he was like, that was a lot of fun. Let's do something this Thursday. And I was like, I already have an idea. Let's get it. <laughs> no, I think that's a perfect combination. I, I could see him. Uh, so once you did that video uh, with the artist and I started following him on Instagram, uh, because obviously when you watch a genuine conversations, that's how people end up following each other. It's not yep. because of like for like concept. It's more exactly. to do with genuinely being interested because you find them, uh, you know, uh, very genuine. So I started following him and I watched the same video on his feed, but that was yeah. shot by the other person with him, right? His friend who yep. shot it on his phone. And that's yep. when I think I could see your friend Ken in the frame shooting the video. <laughs> yes, and I could exactly. see he was like very happy shooting that too. So you know that everyone there, all the four of you were like really happy doing it. I highly recommend all of you to check that video out. It's really cool. Uh, we're gonna it is. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Afterwards, he was like, he was like, is that how all your videos are going to be? And I was like, yes, <laughs> this Thursday, man, come back. Let's do it again. You know, we're going to have a blast with those videos. I love them. I really do. I genuinely love making videos like that. Um, <laughs> so thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. Oh, the pleasure is mine because watching such uh, content is what we are on YouTube for. Because Absolutely. we watch so much of media, which is always regulated and tells you what to think. And when you are on YouTube and get to hear stuff like this, which is, as you said, authentic, that makes you feel good. So the more I speak about it, the less I feel. So as in, I feel like I have to speak more. Maybe that didn't come out the way I wanted to say it, but- No, it absolutely did. It absolutely did. It absolutely right? did. As in, I feel like there's a lot of catching up for me to do when I see such content that, hey, you know what? I got to watch more. So that's something which YouTube has to do. And that's what a lot of creators like you yeah. are doing, right? And when you, when you spoke of listening, I love that fact because you started off like, and the fact that you're accepting how you were at the beginning, that's a testament to the work that you're doing now. Because like you said, even I, when I started off my career, uh, I was very self-centered. It's all about becoming recognized and giving fancy speeches to people and showing off people how well you can speak. 
or how well you can articulate but like right. you said eventually it goes against a profession where my job is to help people realize their potential and do their best but that's not going to happen if i'm speaking half the time yeah you might have to cut this give me one sec All right, you got to cut that part out. That's so, I mean, okay. you know what? Keep it in just to let you guys know, man. I'm really doing this out of my parents' house, man. <laughs> this is pure authenticity right there, people. I still live with my parents. I've All locked right. my door. I've told my mom and dad, don't disturb me for the next 45 minutes. So, that's what... impossible in my household. In my household that is impossible. <laughs> my parents will find a way to come into this house. I mean, into this room. Oh, trust me that happens to me all the time but hey you know they're there to check in on you so i guess that's all good <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah i mean so continue i'm sorry continue what you were saying yeah so like when you said half the time you you speak and the other half you listen and you switch to that uh, fact that like, you started listening to people more and the more you do that the better it is for people because people will realize you are good at conversations without you even having to say anything so yeah. that ties in perfectly for the start of our topic because when we speak of confidence it does take a lot of confidence to speak in front of people but it takes a whole lot more to sit and listen to people also oh absolutely right? i think so yeah yeah so sure. that's something which i thought we can start the conversation with uh, so akhil tell me i know you are an uh, you know uh, american indian is that how we say it or indian american you'll have to pardon me because uh, like i am american indian yeah. american i am indian first of all things yeah absolutely perfect uh so because see that, that's the thing when when you work when you communicate across two countries a lot of times you have to be a little careful about the terms that we use <laughs> so that's why i'm being a little careful folks nothing to do with being politically right and all that oh so twitter is going to be on you vishy twitter is going to attack you to death no, you know the fun part is i don't have any twitter followers whatsoever no, so i'm going to on twitter that's good <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right so yeah so uh you were born here in india but you spent a majority of your life in the us and where did you grow up did you grow up in new jersey or it was it another in another state uh actually yes yeah. so i was so i was born in hyderabad india south india and um i was born there and then i was born april 15th 1995 tax day Okay, there's no way people can forget my birthday, okay? Because if you forget my birthday, forget tax day. All right. So, um, I moved to India almost when I was three years old. So, like February, March of '98, and um, so I was in. My dad was initially supposed to go to Tampa, Florida, but he was supposed to get a job at uh, it was like some IT company, mm -hmm. right? And uh, the guy that was, you know, the interviewer. was just wasn't going to give him the job like he was kind of a little like stereotypical a little racist you know he was like oh you can't even speak english no and my dad was like heartbroken and then um luckily my mom's sister's husband lived in new jersey he lived in edison so he was like yo he was telling my dad he was like yo come to come to america and then come stay with me and then that's how i grew i happened to grow up in edison basically in edison you know surrounding areas islin all of that so that's right smack in the middle of new jersey okay um and that's where the americanized part comes in is because i was basically here my entire life and you know i i do go back to india every i was when i was younger i was going every year but now it's just kind of every 3 4 years just to go see family and stuff like that um but yeah it's edison new jersey uh people don't come to my house please all right <laughs> <laughs> and see from what i know uh, obviously i haven't been to the us but from what i see of course uh, places like new jersey and new york you kind of associate them with people being busy all the time it's a lot of hustle and a lot of crowds and noises and stuff like that so yeah. for an indian kid or for a person who's growing up there in in a culture like the indian culture to stand out in the crowd and be confident about yourself does require a lot of time and lot of self reflection i guess or lot of influences so why don't you tell us like how did you end up being who you are today through your childhood because i'm sure there there were a lot of challenges for you to you know uh, overcome absolutely i mean i think um with my parents being what is that what is that first generation when they yeah first generation right okay 
uh, Americans because they came to uh, America. They, they were the first family to do it. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I want to say it wasn't a breeze, you know, because being that I was Indian, my parents wanted a specific image of me, right? You know, you know, I mean, you of all people know, right? With Indians, you know, Indian parents love to like kind of, you know, they, they see, I don't want, please, I don't want anybody to take this in the wrong way. It's really yeah. not as malicious as it sounds. Right. But, you know, Indian parents really look at their kids when speaking to other parents, they, they use their kids as like competitive, you know, right? I agree. Like, it's a lot of competition, right? It's like, so a lot of like the auntie's conversations is always like, oh, so like, what is your son doing? Where does he work? What does he do? You know? True. So with my parents, I'm sure it was probably very difficult for them to, to have to like kind of, in a way, lie and say that I was like the scholarly kid in school, but I was like kind of like coming home with like D's and F's since like first grade. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yo, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. The, the, since the day I can remember rep getting report cards, I was always doing terrible. And um, and I know I talk about that all the time, but in this sense, being an Indian kid, like that hits really hard, you know? Because I'm sure my parents were probably looking at me and saying like, yo, like, the hell is up with this kid man like does this kid does this kid dumb you know <laughs> like or what is it but it was just really just me being lazy i enjoyed playing video games and talking to people and having fun whatever my dis my description of fun was that's all i want to do you know and that is just a just one example i could think of of that was a i'm sure it was a big obstacle for my parents and definitely an obstacle for me as an indian american kid um is in, in, in what, what, Indian, what Indians take as one of the top priorities, education, you know, is this kid that rather would just want to play and hang out and talk to people. And I think that's where I got the skill of that confidence of getting to know myself and understanding, man, just key things, which is this is how I really built my confidence on my own. And, and I'm trying to let people know it's not a breeze. It wasn't an overnight thing. It took decades, you know, exactly. for me to build that confidence. I think it was only up until like, 23 and a half, 24 years old, when I truly became confident with myself. What does confidence mean? Means I love myself. I know my self-worth. I know myself. I, I have a high self-esteem. I know I bring some sort of value to people. You can't please everybody on this planet. If you try to, you're going to be miserable, you know? So find the key people, find those individual people that really mess with you, really like you for you and stick with them, you know? And, um, but I've, I've come to understand that not everybody's going to like me all right, you don't like me, that's cool. You think I'm a loser, you think I'm this, you think whatever it may be. But I'm just, but I know myself. I know my value. You might think that I'm this annoying kid, but it's a loss for you. I'm cool, you know what I mean? I'm fun, man. I bring a lot of energy to people, you know? And I've had enough people, the most important people, yeah. quality over quantity. I've had five very important people to me tell me that Akil, I love your energy. I love it. You got to bring that all the time. People might think you're annoying, but I love that energy. And that was enough for me to know, like, I don't care what anybody else thinks then. You know, if you have the most important people in your life tell you that you are important, that you are interesting, that you do bring a lot of value to this world with your podcasting and YouTube and talking and meeting people, then take that and run with it rather than waiting for the next person to come up to you and tell you some bullshit. You know, and then they tell you, no, you're annoying. And then you take that to heart. Forget that person. Ignore them. Who are you? You know, and I try to I try to live with that type of mantra. And also the. You only got one life, you know, I don't want to live yeah. a life regretting things. That's why I chase so hard on my YouTube and podcasting is because it's something I truly love to do. And I want to I'm only 25, but I feel like I'm 40 and, uh, you know, and uh I try to really take podcasting and YouTube serious because in 10 years, you know, uh, if you have you ever read the book by um, Malcolm Gladwell, it's called The Outliers. I've heard of him. I haven't read his books yet. So yeah, what, what is it about? It's really just, it's just one point that he brings up in the entire book that stuck with me. It's uh -huh. uh, him, him telling you about the 10,000 hour rule. It's basically oh, yeah. just him saying, you know about it. I've heard of that. When you put 10,000 hours into one, any one craft, you'll excel at it and you'll be an expert or you'll master it. Better word is master it. And I want to put, I'm putting in my 10,000 hours for YouTube podcasting, which equally just means my brand and meeting people. And it's the more practice that I've been putting in is what's been making me 
a little bit better. That's why you see the nicer videos. That's why you see me being able to talk to people. It's that skill I've developed over time. That's good. That's good. And I think the quality shows when you watch the videos. I've watched quite a few of your videos since the time I uh, saw you on YouTube. And you can tell the difference that it has been a gradual but a very nice transformation to being people-centered, the quality of conversations. And also, like you said, very authentic, as in you moved from you know the edit-by-edit edit culture now to a seamless video. And just the fact that we did this YouTube and you said, let's not cut that part out. <laughs> that tells me that you are not so hell-bent on making your videos, you know, perfect, so to speak. Keep it all. Keep it all, man. Keep it all. Keep it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it all. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to, you know, I want to make my content kind of bingeable for people. And I think um, me going around and just doing stupid things and asking dumb questions to random people on campus is going to be fun. Y'all are going to have a really good time. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, you live and you learn, man. You just learn as you go. That's really what it is. You know, if you guys saw, if you, you know, for the people watching, if you guys saw my videos in 2017, utter crap, you know, I was like in my basement, you know, I was using my iPhone, you know, I was in the radio station at, in Rutgers and it was like a hot mess. Um, but it's just the practice I've been putting in. That's, it's the practice in and itself that's been building my confidence, you know? When I start, first started making videos, I was like kind of shy. I was really like, oh, how do I do this, you know, and really in my head. But then as I kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it, it just kind of, that's where I started to build the confidence through practice and little bits of action. And also it ain't easy to talk to people on the streets because doing videos in your house where there's a safe space, that's one thing. That also needs a lot of confidence, mind you. But when you get on the streets and talk to random strangers, that's no easy task. So that's something which you've started doing. So it's just really cool. Yo, that's a good point. You just brought that up, Vishy. Seriously. Yo, do you know how much confidence you got to have to curse in your parents' house? Oh, my God. There's, I remember my friend, when he first started my, watching my first couple of newer, like the older videos, like the first three, when I was in my room, he was like, he was like, Dude, man, it doesn't feel like you're talking like yourself. Like, this is not how Akil talks. You know, Akil curses and Akil does this and that and erratic things. And I'm just like, yeah, but my dad is across the room. You know, <laughs> we have thin walls, you know, like he's going to hear. But I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, I think me just having to keep doing it and telling my parents like, hey, by the way, I do YouTube. Can you guys like just watch a movie downstairs or something and like, you know, and then there, there are times when they'll walk by while I'm screaming things into the camera, you know, and it could get very embarrassing, but yo, embarrassment is not going to take me anywhere. That's not going to get the video done. I better chop, chop, get it going, you know? Um, and it's equally, it's equally a task and an obstacle uh, just as it is to do it in my house with my parents and them hearing what I say in my videos as it is with me going outside and talking to random people. But oddly enough, I feel more confident and like less stressed out when I do it outdoor with friends. I mean, not friends, but random people. That's just not, it's not scary for me. I, I'll go up to some random person. Well, it's nighttime, actually. That would make me look crazy. You know, it's literally like 1130. But tomorrow, like I could literally just walk onto anywhere, like ShopRite. Give me a location. I'll just go there and start talking to people, you know? But yeah. So that, that video that you did, uh, I think this was your latest recent video. Like you said, you were, on, you were on the campus, you started talking to a random stranger, and I think he was also into IT. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, wrong. he was into stocks. And you, yeah, yeah. And stocks, he right. Did, he does IT, and, yeah. And I think he was in a hurry, but you still managed to squeeze in a conversation, ask him how did he end up here, and I think he spoke of how he moved to this place and started doing a job. So doing i mean when you watch videos like that you think oh that's easy right because you just have to walk to people and talk to them you would you would do that but add to the fact that you have a camera now and you get the sense that you are putting this content out to the world it kind of puts that extra pressure on you that you're vlogging in public and you need to be very careful but i think it's liberating for some people like you said it it kind of made it easier for you because more than staying at your room and thinking about what parents 
will tell you or interrupt you. You just went out with it and you said, you know, let me just have a regular conversation and do that on video while I'm at it. Right. So I think that's the attitude which makes your vlogs authentic. Oh, thank you. And uh, that's it. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I want to give it credit to two people for making me feel that comfortable with vlogging. Uh, first person is my friend, Max. Um, Max, I met, you know, through work, but he, when I first got the camera that I used for my YouTube videos, I was, he's, he's in my very first video on that channel. Okay. And, uh, it's a vlog. My very first video on my channel is a vlog. And it's me actually going to hang out with Max because the next day he was leaving for, uh, a Navy base. He was going for, um, he wasn't like enlisting entirely into the, into the Navy, but he was doing the, I can't think of about it, but he was going to the military. So I was like, yo, we hang out. We always have a, such a good time. Can I vlog it? And he was like, yeah, bring your camera. And I felt weird about it at first with me vlogging in front of a bunch of people in New York, Ooh. but he made me feel really comfortable about it because he wasn't awkward. You know, he didn't, he, he didn't act weird because I had a camera on me. He just didn't look at the camera. He was just like, all right, let's just, he, cause I was like, let me bring my camera. And I thought he was going to be weird about it, but he was like, yeah, bring your camera. Let's have a good time. And he was like interacting with the camera. And I was like, yo, this is cool. This makes it fun. And then uh, actually prior to that with my, with my really close friend, Cephas, um, he's in a lot of my podcast video. We actually have a podcast together. It's called the bickering brothers. We're going to bring that back up. And uh, we went to New York to promote bickering brothers and for the promotion, we went around talking to people in Times Square and asking them trivia questions. And when we did that, you would, any other normal person, like, especially me, I was like, this is going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. What if we don't ask the right questions? What if people are like, ew, we'll go away, leave us alone? No, we had a crowd in front of us. We had a crowd created in, <laughs> because we asked like two families, a bunch of these questions with the microphone. And we were like, you know, really like energetic and like eccentric and all these things. Right. And uh, we had a whole crowd built around us and people were asking us like, what do you guys do? Can we get your Instagram? Da -da. And those two instances with Max and Cephas gave me the confidence to go walk out in public with a camera, because you might be thinking that people are looking at you weird and they're like, Oh, who's this weirdo with the camera? No, 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 no. It's really not that what they're really thinking is, Oh, who's this guy with the camera? Is he famous? Oh, I'm trying to be in the shot. Let me, let me go say hi to him. You know, that's really how it is when you walk around with the camera. So that's what gave me the confidence because of those two people to go out and do it every single time now. Also, they wonder how they're doing it because when you see someone vlogging in public, uh, the vlogger thinks that, okay, I'm judging you, but I am seriously judging myself that why can't I do something like that? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> absolutely. No, seriously. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of people that are like, wow, like, they see that that's a pure example of confidence right there. You know, any vlogger that's ultra confidence, you know, and people will look at that and it's more envy than it is, you know, judgment. It's more envy than it is judgment. Trust me. Um, I'm not saying trust me to you, but like, trust me, like to everybody watching this, trust me, you could do it. And just, yo man, if you guys are a little scared, just exude some con like, just, just think, all right, this video is probably going to be shit anyway. You know, let me just have some fun with it. And then you you finally realize by the end of the video, you had a blast, you know, and you just stuck to the camera and you were just energetic. You love it. You love doing this. And people will see that energy and they'll gravitate towards it. You know, I'm not weird when I'm on camera because I'm just, this is what I love to do. I love holding a camera and just being myself and be my weird self. And people will see that energy and they'll gravitate towards it. You know, they're like, oh, I want to, check out what this guy's video is all about. Is he famous? You know, stuff like that. So, yeah. True. Uh, I can relate to one thing here. Like what you said is uh, when I started doing these podcasts, because if you've seen a couple of my videos, I started off with comedy and I started doing funny videos yeah. about stuff that Indians say. But later on, I kind of realized I, I like doing those things, but there was a sense of pressure that I had to do those videos because I had to retain the audience and whatnot. And then I realized, just like you, I'd rather sit and listen to people and talk to them and find out what they have to say so that I get to learn. And in the process, if you can watch the video and learn from it, that's even better. That's the whole point of the conversation anyway. So uh, I love the fact that you mentioned that because sometimes you don't have to do something because that's going to please someone. You do that because you are happy doing it. 
And I think that Absolutely. work eventually translates to the viewer and people will love what you're doing. So the other thing is when you spoke of self-confidence, I agree with you because a lot of your self-confidence has to deal with uh, you being sure about yourself. Yeah. Which is so easy to say. And like you said, if you come from a culture like the Asian culture specifically, I'm sure there are a lot of cultures where you have parents who pressurize their children. The intent there is the best for their kids. Don't get us wrong. Right. However, the, uh, there's a lot of love and they want you to succeed in a very specific way. And that puts yeah. a lot of pressure on you. And then your self-confidence is determined by your grades or your scores and how well do you compare with the kid next door. But I like the fact that you said the more you spend time reflecting on who you are, and accepting who you are, even if you suck at math, for example, yep. and just saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to, I suck at math, but that's not who I am. I'm going to do this, which I'm good at. That's right. the first step towards self-confidence. So that's something which I want everyone to take from this podcast, that it's not about acting cocky. It's not about uh, being always in the open and telling people you're good. That's not confidence. Confidence is you being sure about who you self and you being unapologetic about it, Right. Uh, so Akhil, here's the next question. Uh, are there any sources of inspiration or uh, can you think of people who have inspired you to be this way? Um, oh, absolutely. I think um, I really, you know, it's funny. This is the long, this is the question that had me thinking the longest. And I was sitting there like, I don't know, is it Tony Robbins? Because I love Tony's, you know, the energy he brings. And like, he is smart, man. When he's, cause he, those videos where he brought a person on stage and literally poured like that person came on stage introverted and then left extremely confident and, and, and extroverted and the exact opposite of who he was. So at that point I thought Tony Robbins had magical powers. Um, but then I also started watching Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is a huge inspiration for me. He's really mainly good. because his life is everything that I like. There's nothing that, like literally Joe Rogan as a person, as a human being, all the little interests and tastes that he has are basically the same thing I like, you know? Uh, he's into MMA. You know, he grew up uh, fighting himself and doing jujitsu, and, and then he was a commentator for UFC, and then that's what gave him the buzz for his podcast. Um, I love it. I'm in MMA now. Well, not actually competitively, but I'm at an academy learning jujitsu and kickboxing and MMA because it's like the one sport that I actually enjoy partaking in you know um he's into like space and like you know psychedelics and i'm into the same stuff you know and uh also he his life it's literally it's just him sitting down meeting people that's his job and that's an amazing job isn't isn't that basically what i'm doing like i'm literally as a youtuber going up to people and talking to them you know, and he's, it's just that he's doing it in a podcast form. I'm doing it in video form. And that's why I would use him as one of the biggest inspirations next to Tony Robbins, next to Gary Vaynerchuk. I love Gary because he has, he's kind of, he reminds me a lot of myself <laughs> or I guess I remind him of him. I don't know, but, uh, <laughs> cause he's this guy, you know, a little short guy, you know, curses a ton, like a sailor. And I curse a lot too. I try to stop. Um, he talks, 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 talks. I talk a lot to my, all my friends tell me I'm a talkative person. Um, and Gary's main method of, insp of inspiring people is telling people you only live once. You only get one life. So do everything you can before you regret it. And I tell people that all the freaking time. That's my main go-to inspiration in why I do the things that I do. And I don't care about what people think is because uh, oh God, please let me see if I can remember this quote. This quote goes, in my 20s, I worried myself sick wondering what people thought about me. In my 40s, I didn't give a flying flip what people thought about me. And in my 60s, I realized nobody was thinking about me, you know? Exactly. And I try to put myself in that perspective to know like, I don't care what people think. They're more think they're, they're thinking about, they're thinking about themselves more than they are about you. Going back to your example yeah. of the vlogger thing, right? We're thinking that people are judging us. They're thinking about themselves and they're envious, you know, thinking like, why can't I do that? You know? And um, so Gary, Joe, um, and who's the other person? Tony Robbins, probably. And then, you know, you have your musical artist. I love Pharrell, you know, 
I love Lil Wayne. I grew up listening to Lil Wayne. Um, I love Tyler, the creator, you know, all these different people that I listen to that I love. But in terms of motivation and who I am as a person, it's those three guys, Tony Robbins, Gary Vaynerchuk, Joe Rogan. I've also heard a lot of, uh, I've listened to a lot of Joe's podcasts and uh, I obviously love Tony Robbins. I've heard him speak on, the first time I came across Tony Robbins was the book, which was Awake the Giant. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge book of his, yep. Huge, crazy selling book. And then I heard his, uh, I I saw his videos on TED. He spoke. Uh, a couple of times really inspirational and well Gary is there I mean everyone knows now who he is and uh, what I like about him is like he curses a lot that's true but you kind of feel that he's being very that's him though some people do say that hey he's too self-centered and whatnot I just feel like he's telling you what you need to hear without any with no with no filter that's That's what he is that's that's why a lot of people like his authenticity because it's truly authentic that is just him you know, he's not going to sugarcoat. Like you said, he's not going to sugarcoat or beat around the bush. He's a cursing guy. He's from New Jersey. You know, a lot of people, you know what I mean? He's from New Jersey. You know, New Jerseyans are not as much as New Yorkers. Excuse me. Um, but same region, New Yorkers, New Jersey, we mix a lot, you know. So the way we come, that's that's why I say I remind my, I a lot of Gary reminds me of myself because that. Yeah overly energetic cursing in your face that's me you know um so that's why i definitely i I would use those three guys um but yeah yeah but i think that's what speaks to a lot of people because that's what people want to hear i don't want you to tell me all the time things are going to be okay and everything is fine and dandy i want to hear stuff where you tell me hey this is where you're going wrong i think this is what you suck at and this is what you you should do Uh, it's a reality check. Exactly. Right? And you learn the most from that, right? When, you know, when you have people that are beating around yeah. the bush and they're like, oh, you know, I think it's okay. I think, you know, you're fine. But but then when you have the people that are like, no, what the hell are you doing, man? You're fat. You're freaking fat. You're obese. The hell are you doing? I didn't see, I did not see you step outside of this house once, you know, but it hurts. Yeah. But that's what's going to teach you the most, you know? Um, yeah. And Gary's that type of person, which is why he really speaks out to a lot of people. And also at the beginning, you spoke of your self-confidence and you said, eventually, if you really have to be a confident person, you can't make everyone happy, right? You, you got to have uh, quite select people, you know, a select number of people who are going to appreciate the real you. But beyond that, you're going to lose a lot of people who will find you either crass or aggressive, but you're not being that you're being yourself. So if you are self-confident, you don't have to worry about pleasing everyone. Correct. You please the people who really matter to you and who really respond to you. And that's pretty much what you got to do beyond that. You can't control anything anyway. So mm-hmm. you might as well be yourself while you're doing it. So that's really another point that I, I will take back from this conversation that you can't make everyone happy. You should try, but you can't guarantee that you will. Right. right. So that's a great point, Jarkil. So here's another question. I'm sure we are only talking of things that went well, but are there times or places where your confidence got you into trouble <laughs> or any failures or time when you felt that, you know what, screw it. I'm just going to leave all this. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, absolutely. All the freaking time. <laughs> I have an <laughs> internal conflict with myself with posting videos sometimes. At least, you know, I think it's, um, you know, I mean, even this year, like January 1st, uh, like January 2020 is when I started those videos you see on Akio Nova's channel. But prior mm-hmm. to that, I took a six month break. You know, prior to that, I was, I'm kind of like, um, I don't know what it is, man. Uh, I'm the type of person where like, you know, I have, I have the great idea or I have the motivation in the time. And then I spew out as much content as possible. And then I go di- and I disappear, you know, it's very sporadic. I have a really big issue with consistency, um, okay. big, big consistency issue in my life. And um, my one, you know, promise I t- told myself going into 2020 was, you know, you say you love the YouTube stuff. You say you love the podcasting stuff. You've been doing it for t- since 2017. So I think right now should be the, like, you need to start taking it seriously this time. Be more consistent. That's the one thing I told myself um, is to be a lot more consistent. But there's a lot of failures in the sense that, I've tried a lot of ideas. It didn't work. There were a lot of conversations that went south 
in my, you know, I guess in my journey of YouTubing and podcasting, there have been a lot of podcasts where I've said some, something very left, you know, or I've upset some people or I've said yeah. something that was wrong, or I looked like an idiot, or I looked uneducated. There are a lot of those moments, but it's brought me to the person that I am today. And, um, I think that's, um, I don't want to ever sit and tell people that I'm a superhuman because I'm not. And, uh, that that's one of my biggest weaknesses is consistency. So I would pit that as a failure. Uh, there were a lot of times I would beat myself up and say like, yo, this podcasting thing is not for you, Akil. You're not smart. You know, stop talking about politics. You don't know anything about politics. Stop talking about this. You don't know anything about that. Uh, what was that episode? You talked a bunch of nonsense and then you were awkward. Like that was just a bad episode. I'm always constantly beating myself up. And that's the reasoning for a lot of the gaps in between my videos of me starting and then me in my head attacking myself and then stopping, you know, and being in a rut. And then the laziness kicks in, you know, um, <laughs> a lot of laziness, you know, so, yeah. and then I pick up again, but I would say those, if I had to give you, I can't really give you an exact example of failure. Um, but it was, it was, I, I'll say it wasn't, it wasn't a, a breezy road getting to where I was today since starting in 2017. There have been a lot of downfalls. There have been a lot of moments where I'm attacking myself and stopping, et cetera. I can relate to every single word that you said because I started off my YouTube in 2017. <laughs> oh, did you really? I uh, did. I started by doing a video on how to feel awesome about yourself. Oh, nice. A lot of people found that cringe because, uh, so that's the thing, right? Uh, my profession involves public speaking and talking to people and stuff like that. But when I did that on camera, I realized that I wasn't myself because you put me in a room with thousand people, I can talk go on forever but when you put yourself in front of camera you feel like you're being a showman kind of feel and that didn't translate well and people said me it's not great then I said you know what screw it I'm gonna do something which is funny because I say good jokes anyways and <laughs> I did a couple of funny videos they turned out well uh, in fact that video is still there that's like my first kind of video which had like good 30 32,000 views or something nice but then I thought okay if this is doing well, probably that's, that's to say that I have to do more of this. That's your I started lane, doing yeah. more comedy and some people liked it and eventually it fizzled out and I went in and out because if you want to make people laugh, it's not an easy thing. And if you do something which is copied, people will call you out. And if you do something which is too extreme, people will call you cringe. That's mm -hmm. another word which I hate from today's world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. eventually I lost interest. Like you said, the idea was to upload once a week. It became once a month and then once in three months. And then finally I said, let's forget it. And I took a break for a good six, eight months. And then I met a, a person called Abir. Uh, she's in oh, Ireland. So she does videos on YouTube. Fantastic. And I realized, hey, might as well do podcasts and talk about life. And that's when I realized that that's where I feel comfortable. And I don't have to stick to that, oh, it's this week, I got to upload. Rather than that, I ask myself, hey, I want to talk to this person. I'm going to record that. So Ooh. that's how, you know, this whole process. So that's a common, I think, uh, obstacle for a lot of us is to constantly keep up and create that uh, check marks for us that we need to tick the box every time. Absolutely. And if it helps, you mm. know, tell yourself that, you know, because I, like you said, right, is when it starts to look like a task and a job, that's when you start to like dislike it. You know, when you start telling yourself and making these false promises to yourself that like, I'm going to upload every week. I'm right. going to upload every Wednesday. I did that for three years and I always failed at it. Every time yeah. I told people, the people that I was going to upload on Wednesdays, I would do it for like three Wednesdays. And then I would just, because it started to look like an obligation, I was yes. out. I don't like obligation. I like it when I do it on my own free time, because that's where the true inspiration, you could hear it in my voice. I'm more excited when I do it on my own time. Um, and if it helps do this with YouTube, a lot of people with YouTube or any content creating, they keep, you know, 
is that they got to post, they got to post, they got to make the people happy, they got to make the people happy. And that's what leads to mis being miserable and not wanting to post anymore. Just tell yourself what I told myself when I first started podcasting. I never made podcasting ever to get big. I didn't know who Joe Rogan was. I didn't know inspirations. I just wanted to talk. But what I used podcasting as was a way to tell myself like, this is just me documenting some of my most interesting, crazy, absurd, and funny conversations with individuals, Absolutely. you know? There, there are a few people that I've met in school that I still keep up with on, a, you know, on somewhat of a monthly basis that I've had on my podcast. And we've had some incredible conversations. You know, the whole reason me even starting a podcast was because me and my friend Cephas would have these awesome conversations, just deep. All of them were deep. And I would sit there and be like, damn, man, why don't we record this? I want to have this. You know, I want to hold on to this. You know, because some of these conversations are so stupid and they're so absurd. They're so ridiculous, you know, but they're so insightful. And there are moments that we were bonding, you know, and uh, I just told myself, why don't you do podcasting as a way to document your life with exactly. these people? It's and like that's taking kind of a picture when you're, when you're on a trip because you love that moment so much that you want to capture it. So that when you look back, you realize what great time you had and. Uh, what that meant for you at that moment. So exactly. even I, I, I never knew the word podcast. And uh, I just thought, okay, I want to talk to people and listen to them. I might as well record and make a video. So I think I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with what you said. So sometimes you miss those moments and they're gone. There's nothing to remember them by. Right? Absolutely. I agree. Yep. Yep. Yeah. If you just do it as a documentation and just, you know, um, just do it for fun, man. You know, when, when you start telling yourself that you want to do something for money, that's when it just falls out, you know, because that's not true passion. So true. Just do something that you truly love. You know, if you're a skater, then make videos of you just skating. You know, you go to the skate park all the time and you just skate, right? So why not just set up a camera and just do it and show people? Because you might think that you're the only human being on this planet that likes this specific thing, but there's at least a million, at least on this planet, we have 7 billion people, at least a million that feel the same way. Yeah, you know Akhil, I mean? you got to check this girl out. Her name is Kiara. I don't know if she's uh, following your videos. I'll just uh, share her link with you. Uh, she's Absolutely. like a 21-year-old. 20, I think she is from, I don't know if it's New Jersey or Texas. Uh, so she loves skateboarding and uh, I watch her videos all the time. And her whole video is about her trying to skateboard. And when she does that, of course, they're, they're, they're going to be fails and whatnot. You're going to look funny. But she puts it out there because that's her learning process. That's her journey. Oh and she found that. another kid, uh, another Fred, who also uh, does the same thing. And they did a uh, Instagram live chat. And it was so fun to watch them because it wasn't uh, about, hey, we got to make this kick-ass video. It was about, uh, we, we want to talk about what we're passionate on. And, right. You know, we want to talk about, hey, how did you do this flip? And how did this work out for you? And we get to see that and we get resonate because uh, somewhere we want to learn something. And then we, you know, link to this and we realize, oh yeah, even they fail at stuff like that. So do I. So exactly. You said it, you said it right there. Cause I was going to say that too. You know, when you watch videos of Tony Hawk, it's exciting. Of course, Tony Hawk is one of the best skaters on the planet. Right. But then when you watch, but the thing is, yes, people love Tony Hawk, whatever. And you watch his videos, you want to be like him. But then when you watch somebody like Kiara, who isn't the greatest at skating, but she's trying, that's way more relatable. And people will, oh my God, she'll be a magnet. You'll gravitate towards that. Because if I, if, I, if I think I'm not that great at skating and I'm not, because if I just started, I'm going to look more to Kiara. I want to follow where she's going. That, that's more authentic, you know? That's what, that's what we live in a day and age of, of Instagram being a bunch of charlatans, of a bunch of people that Photoshop their stuff, of a bunch, mm -hmm. bunch of people that say that they're bodybuilders, but then behind the scenes, they're taking steroids. They're giving, you know, a bunch of these women that... Stop. Only Kylie Jenner. I'm not saying all women. Stop. All right. I'm just saying some, just some. I'm not attacking any. I'm not. Okay. Right. So, cause I know Twitter will be on me. I got Twitter. You don't. Okay. So, <laughs> so, you know, like you have people like Kylie Jenner. I put this up on my story once. Mm. It's like, you know, she's giving this false belief that you could be this beautiful. But the thing is people, all these women don't realize that she did a bunch of surgery and all these different photoshops yeah. and warping the images to make, to make herself look like that, you know? But when you look at somebody like Kiara, who's natural, who's a natural skater, who's just trying to learn, man, she's just trying to be herself. You relate to a lot of more, a lot more people like that, you know? That's why um, I follow more, her on Instagram. I'm not following, uh, 
Kylie Jenner or someone. Exactly. Because... <laughs> I, yeah, I relate more to Kiara. Exactly. You know, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love what she's doing, man. And I'm I'm glad you also brought up a beer because I found you through a beer because she was doing those. She she's doing the podcast series with you, and she kept posting. And I was like, who's this Vichy guy? Like, I, I you know, because I watched a few of her videos all the way through. And I'm just like, I, this Vichy guy really reminds me of myself because he's not awkward. He's not shy. A beer matches your energy. A beer loves it. You could just tell. Oh, yeah. Beer it's to tough to keep up with her energy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> she, she looks like she's confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you bounce off of that. And you could, it could, I could tell that you love talking as well because you have your podcast series. And, um, Without her, I would have never met you. Without her, this would never be happening. Um, and I love everything that she's doing, man. She's a huge uh, inspiration for a lot of, I guess, our YouTube community um, because she's been consistently posting and she's been showing that energy and she's been just being herself, you know? Um, we're all flawed in some way. We're, like I said, we're not all superhuman. And I think it'd be yeah. showing that to the people to say that, yo, I'm flawed as well. You know, I'm just being myself. I'm not perfect. And I want to show you my journey. And that's inspiring for a lot of women, you know? Very true. Very true. And she doesn't uh, fit your stereotypical view of a woman and this is what she should be doing. So uh, right, you know, she's another inspiration to me. So that's what self-confidence also does for other people because the more confident you are about yourself, you inspire others and people tend to pick up a trait or two from you and uh, you make them feel more sure about themselves. That's why it's not just important for you to be confident about yourself for your own good, but a lot of people around you also look at you, look for you. And, right. uh, you know, they are looking for that straw to hold on to so that they can do something inspiring. So Akhil, you are one of those people. And oh, I you. truly appreciate this opportunity because this is something which I've wanted to do for a while since I've been watching your videos. And I'm glad that we got to do this. Uh, so I think we are at the right place to kind of slowly, we can go on and on. That's, that's a different story. I just talked to you for hours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no problem with that. Yeah. But anything that you want to say to close the conversation and uh, where can people find you and uh, what do you want people to take away from your conversation today? Okay, sure. Absolutely. If I forget any of these answers, please remind me with the questions. Um, uh, first off, just to get out of the way, you could find me at Akio Nova on all social media platforms. That's YouTube. That's Instagram. I don't really use Twitter. Um, it's mostly Instagram and YouTube that you could find me. Uh, I've been posting stuff on TikTok, but don't expect me to make anything creative. Um, and um, I guess the, the, what I want to leave with people is to just let you guys know, I, I want to be that channel that it's just this guy that's just trying to, you know, just live life to its fullest and just meet people and have some fun. And that's why I try you know, years ago, I used to be really into like this designer phase, wearing these expensive clothing and trying to be someone who I'm just not, you know, and I want to show to a lot of people that stop going on Instagram and, and being fooled by all of these people that you see with Lamborghinis and expensive Louis Vuitton bags and this and that and all these things that are just so unachievable, you know, just be yourself. If that's weird, I like weird. Everybody likes weird. They're just not they just don't want to admit it, you know, and really take away this one main thing, which is like Vichy said, um, you can't please everybody. When you know that one thing, you'll leave, you'll live a life with <laughs> less stress, no burden on your shoulders, no constant attacking yourself, trying to, you know, be a yes man to this person and then trying to please this person. When you try to do that, you'll never get to actually do what it is that you love because what it is that you love is unique and it's different from everybody. And there's going to be that one group that's going to hate you and think that you're weird and, and should stop. But then you, but then if you keep just going, you'll find that you'll finally find that group that is just like you and that you were meant to find um, people that, that you bring inspiration to their lives because they could relate to you, but they'll never know they'll never reach that point of being able to relate to you and get to know you and, and, and enjoying and following your journey if you don't get past the point of understanding that you only live once, you only get one damn life, so make it count. And also you cannot please everybody. Um, and the confidence thing, man, I know a lot of people might think that confidence is this, this God-given gift um, from the heavens above, but it really isn't. 
I wasn't just born one day with confidence. It took years. It took, in fact, it took decades for me to build that confidence. It took decades for me to build that, those people skills. And that's yes. me being upfront and letting you know that those people skills that you think that I have of me being able to talk to people, that is my entire academic career of me talking to a bunch of people in class, being the class clown in class. And I think mm. that's finally, you know, I've had everybody in my life telling me that, oh my God, being a class clown is, is, is terrible. You getting bad grades, you're never going to be anything. You're not going to be successful. But look at that. I've taken the worst things that people normally look at, like bad grades and being a class clown and being annoying in class and just talking to people and having fun and not being studious. All these things that people put a bad stigma towards. And I've actually taken that and turned it into something positive for myself. I've taken that and try and try to turn it into a career for myself, you know? And um, I hope that my rambling throughout this entire podcast has annoyed you enough to want to get <laughs> off this damn episode. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate you for listening this far. And uh, I just hope that, that I could inspire at least one person a day. That's Absolutely. You've already inspired one person. That's me right now. So that's oh, something which you. I vouch for. So thank you. <laughs> I, I, I truly love the last part, man, because uh, you said when people throw stuff at you, you use that and uh, build a better version of yourself because, you know, you watch a lot of stuff online. It's like people hate you. People are bringing you down. But the idea is for you not to think it's a competition and throw hate back at people. A lot of people are doing stuff because of their own insecurities. They don't hate you. They don't want to harm you, at least in most cases. So right. self-confidence is about you reflecting on yourself and being the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. Going to bed thinking, I did what I can today and I'm happy about it. So that's and what that's confidence and charisma is all about, right? So folks, I hope you all take this message to confidence, charisma, magnetism, call it what you want. Eventually, at the end of the day, it's about you being yourself, true to yourself. Sounds cliche, but nothing could be more true. And I hope you walk out with that message today. So uh, please do follow Akhil. We'll, we will leave a lot of links in the description because uh, like Thank I said, you. there are a lot of videos that we were referring to. We would love if you can watch that because that paints a better picture of what we were referring to. I will also leave links for uh, my social media account as well. So please do follow both of us and help us out. And uh, who knows, we might have a conversation with you tomorrow and make this a group conversation so that all of us can have some fun as well. Oh my God, that'd be incredible. <laughs> if I got you and a beer on a podcast episode, oh my God, I would love to talk to her. <laughs> I would love to talk bo to both of you guys. You guys are like stars, man. I, I hope I get, uh, I get to talk to Abir and see what she thinks about it. And if we can do that, nothing like it, man. I would love to do that. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd be so excited for that. Hey, man, thank you. I really, trust me. When I say I really appreciate you, I really do. Um, I have, I, like I said, I told you, man, I showed, you, I showed my dad your skits. He died laughing. <laughs> Especially the one, my favorite, one of my favorite ones is <laughs> the one where it's uh, the difference between Americans fighting and Indians fighting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was happened. like Americans like, yo, what you looking at, man? And then Indians like, hey, hey. <laughs> so, funny. Um, so you're... That's why when you told me about the skits thing and you, you know, stopping the skits, going to podcasting, I love everything you're doing because what you're doing works for you. But every now and then you got to give us a skit. They're legendary. Hopefully They're really I legendary. get to do some soon and uh, drop them skits, man. I can I do that when my parents are not at home because I got to be myself and shout. And I don't want <laughs> my parents to worry about if someone's actually saying something. So. Absolutely. <laughs> do, do whatever you got to do, man. Um, and I guess, you know, one other thing to like go to give off to people, you know, because a lot of people that might be watching this are content creators mm. themselves. And I know, you know, with, uh, just to give an example for like, you know, Vichy, it's like, look, if you, I know you don't think this Vichy, but it's, uh, when you put out these skits, you might think for a second, like, oh, nobody's watching them. Oh, nobody cares about them. Oh, I only got two likes. All right. That's fine. Look at those two likes. Who are the two people that just supported you? Put it out for them. You know, put it out for the people that like your content. Don't keep thinking about the people that don't. If they don't like it, screw them. They're done. They're <laughs> over. You're never going to talk to them again. They're ghosts, you know. But think about the people that do like your stuff and make it for them. You know, and that's another important key lesson that I've learned over time is to give to you guys watching. So um, enough of me rambling. I apologize. Vishy, you're awesome. I appreciate you, hey, man. Thank, thank you so, so much, much for having me on your podcast. And keep doing what it is that you're doing. 
And shout out your Instagram, man. I know you put it in the description box, but shout it out right now. What is it? <laughs> so uh, it's Vishy underscore Sid. That's V-I-S-H-Y underscore S-I-D. S-I-D. Uh, yep. So I upload similar content. And, I'll, and I think I'm going to take Akhil's word because I'm going to start working on a script if you can do a funny video soon. <laughs> Thanks oh, for that, yeah. Akhil. It's, oh my God, I would love that. Do this gift, man. <laughs> Sure, thank sure. You. And for people watching, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to what two of us have to say. And until we meet again, uh, take care and have a great day. Bye.